I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the news du jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So I don't know if I even told you guys here on the podcast, I definitely told social media, but I, back when I had kind of lost my voice and I was sick right after getting back from New Orleans, we didn't just have like a head cold as I thought. We had COVID and my child got it and he was teething for the first time as well, which from what I hear from other moms, popping out the first tooth is typically like the hardest. It's when they might spike a fever. It's when they're just going to have the hardest time with it. And after that, the teeth come easier. That's just what I've heard. And (laughs) having that and COVID at the same time, let me tell you, it was a doozy. But in a sense, we got all out at the same time. So two birds, one stone, maybe. Anyway, your girl is recording this with a glass of wine Monday night, and it's been a long Monday. We're all still just kind of recovering and trying to get back into normal life. So anyway, without further ado, we have two mini stories for you guys here at the top, and then we are going to jump into a bunch of Donald Trump-related news and one more story at the end. Let's get into it. So first up, Russia keeps saying that they've taken Bakhmut. Have they? So Ukrainian officials are saying no. Just this is just, you know, typical Russian propaganda that is not actual reality. And it's hard to tell what's the truth. It definitely seems that Russian troops have encircled the city, but Ukrainian soldiers are still <laughs> are still there too. And at the end of the day, there's not a lot of city left to be defending just because there's been so much bombing. Anyway, we'll keep you guys posted if this sort of suburb city falls. And next up in mini stories, Iranian warships have been noticed off the coast of Brazil. Yeah, the U.S. government is obviously looking into their positioning there and possible implications, and we'll keep you guys posted on what they find out. And for our first longer story for today, Donald Trump's presidential campaign is ramping up, you guys, and he is Back to his typical tricks, but on a whole new level this time. Without safety nets like Twitter's rules and regulations to kind of keep him honest, Donald Trump has been lying from the podium like never before, you guys. And he's also sending online bots to attack his opponents like we've never seen before. Let's talk over the details of both of these questionable tactics. 
So we gave you guys a little recap yesterday of CPAC's event. So if you're unsure what CPAC is or what the rival event, the Club for Growth is, you might want to check out yesterday's episode for that background info. But essentially, Trump is continuing to divide his own party in two. And this was evident by the fact that there was literally a second weekend event held the same weekend for his adversaries. But Trump took the stage at CPAC for 90 full minutes. And after fact checkers looked over his speech, they found 23, you guys, 23 false or misleading statements. This is a high number even for Trump's speech. So let's go over a few of the things that he lied about while he was on stage. He said, quote, Killings are taking place at a number like nobody's ever seen right in Manhattan, end quote. And that is simply untrue. In fact, it's not even close to true. The 1990s were, by far and away, the deadliest years in New York City. They saw thousands of murders a year back then. And today, we're seeing less than 500. While on stage, he also said, quote, we have the greatest job history of any president ever, end quote. When in reality, under Trump, the U.S. lost 2.7 million jobs, making it, in fact, one of the literal worst job records of any president. Now, the pandemic obviously caused a lot of this job loss, But even in Trump's first two years before the pandemic, he only added 6.7 million jobs. For comparison, President Bill Clinton added 11.5 million in his first two years. So this is an incorrect fact, no matter how you look at it. He also said, quote, As you know, I built hundreds of miles of wall and completed that task as promised, end quote. The first half of what Trump said here was correct. He built 485 miles of border wall, but that leaves about 280 miles that he had previously outlined as needing a wall unwalled, if you will. Additionally, he had stated back in his campaign that he would be forcing Mexico to pay for this wall and the American taxpayer paid instead. So he did not, in fact, quote, complete the task as promised, end quote. Those are just three examples of the types of lies or deceptions that Trump furthered in his speech at CPAC. Now, as we mentioned, there were 23 different factual inaccuracies during his speech. So this is just three examples. He also, of course, repeated the lie that he won the 2020 election, but he never passes up a chance to bring that one up. So now let's talk about the bots. According to the Associated Press, over a span of 11 months, someone has created thousands of fake Twitter accounts that seemingly have the sole purpose of praising Donald Trump. They are run by an automated system and working together to bash Nikki Haley and Governor Ron DeSantis. Does this sound familiar? Where have we seen this behavior before? Oh yeah, in Russia. 
The Kremlin loves to use spam accounts to make himself look like he has all these supporters when in reality they are a bunch of sock puppet accounts and they're not real human beings. These accounts were created in huge batches in October, April, and November, respectively, many being created on the exact same day. Cybinar, a group that researches bots and and activity like this, actually found that three quarters of the negative things being said on Twitter about Nikki Haley were being said by bot accounts. That is so disturbing. The bots are actually calling for Ron DeSantis to sign on as Trump's running mate, which kind of suggests that that's what Trump himself may want. And you may be asking yourself, so what? What can bots really do for a presidential candidate? Well, it comes down to social media algorithms, and they actually can do a lot. You see, the more users that are liking and commenting and resharing a piece of content, the more it gets pushed out to the masses. So all these bots are helping to convince the algorithm that people want to see the content Trump wants them to see. So it helps his content go further and reach more viewers. What's more, if you see that a post gets X number of likes, most people scrolling through are not going to stop and go through who liked it and see how many of those accounts are bots. So it gives people the impression that these viewpoints are a lot more popular than they really are. Insidious, isn't it? And for our last story today, we wanted to discuss the mysterious case of Patricia Copta. It's solved. So Patricia's family had thought her dead for years, you guys. Decades, actually. 30 years had gone past since her loved ones had seen her. Patricia suffered from schizophrenia, and at the time of her disappearance, she had been in her 50s. She was a street preacher and would just basically try to talk to everyday people out on the street about God. Prior to her disappearance, She told several people in her life that she planned to leave because she feared her family would put her in a mental health facility if she stayed. She's now in her 80s, of course, and was in a home for dementia patients and began talking to the staff there about her past. The nurses eventually contacted Ross Township Police Department, letting them know that they potentially had a formerly missing resident of theirs living in this nursing home facility. And after putting the pieces together, a DNA test confirmed that it was indeed Patricia in Puerto Rico. Her sister and husband have proclaimed complete shock in this. They truly had believed her to be dead. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, Life is like an elevator. Sometimes you have to stop and let people off. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. 
But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfree media, all one word on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from. Oh. Oh.